We're here on the k Podcast. Ken Brown from WJR Radio. Michael Hare, DetroitLions.com. As we talk Lions football week three. Hello, Mike. Hello, Ken Brown. And what a week three it was. It was a little week. Oh, wait a minute. You know what? Like I said, some of these weeks I look forward to. This is one of the weeks I look forward to. I don't look forward to it because we're talking about a Lions loss of the game. I look forward to it because of the whining incessantly of the media in this town. And and some of the, the some of the rationale they make behind everything after the day's game three Lions one and two, you would think that Dan Campbell should be fired, ran out of town on a rail, and it's all his fault. He's um he's he's had a hundred bad calls in the in the game, and if it wasn't for him, the Lions would be three and zero. Oh. All right, wake the hell up, people! Wake the hell up! And look at what well, you're dealing with, and look at the game for the game itself. We'll talk about all these decisions and everything, but the overreaction from first week, it was um, the Lions are going to go 0 16. To the second week, the Lions are going to go 15 and one or 16 and one. To this week, the coach is terrible, and it's time to change the regime. I I, I just can't take it every week. Well, you're going to have to learn to take it because that's the power and that's the appeal and the drag of the National Football League. Yeah, Everything but it was never this bad. Look, Mike, you've been well, there through all these coaches. Did. You've been there through the well, fonts there and all these coaches. It has never been as fonts. bad. Is Johnny as come lately? Go back to Daryl. Well, Rogers I know what I'm just Danny. saying. For you know, <laughs> look, I'm trying to for the listeners who are here. The fonts is probably as far as they go back. But I'm just saying. The, these things that they never change. But the, the I think the. One of the problems is, and I should be saying this because we're doing a podcast. It's too many damn voices out there that don't know what the hell they're talking about that well, get, that get Kenny, official you know status. But, but let's let's go back. To, let's go back in time. It was after a game like this. There was me, Kurt Sylvester, Tom Kowalski, uh, Bruce Johns from Booth Newspapers up in Flint, and two or three other guys who'd wander out to, you know, to the press conference on Monday. Now you've got you know people chiming in rightfully so they've got the right to do it maybe 20 25 30 people especially when you lose no nah, not even 25 30 i'm talking about you go on youtube or you go on um twitter well i don't go on there, i'm just saying well now you don't, don't but but you're yeah because you don't you don't like that type of stuff but there's a bunch of these people out there that have these podcasts and they have followings and i'm not talking about guys like pride detroit who do a great job and jeremy covers the game and he he knows what he's talking about. I'm not talking about guys like him. I'm just talking about these these off the fly by wall cats that uh, just come out of the woodwork and don't know what they're talking about. But it spreads and it spreads to ten people. It spreads to twenty people. I don't want to get into them. I don't want to do the whole podcast on how this is covered. But I just want to say, as Aaron Rodgers once said after a game one loss years ago, relax, relax. All right, that's all I got. Let's get to the game now. Saying all I'm saying, there were some decisions that I think could have went other ways and decisions I, I was not in favor of, but that's what you do when you coach. And sometimes they pay off, sometimes they don't. I think two decisions yesterday did not pay off, and we'll get to the game in a minute. But overall, which I covered because I took Detroit in the points, I thought they played a good game, should have won, could have won, but they're just – there's just missing a couple of things to win a game like that. And then I'll let you talk, and then I'll tell you what the things I think they were missing. Well, a couple of things. And, you know, I, look, I agree with you. This is a game the Lions 
could have won, but more importantly, they should have won because they were in position. They really were in position twice to really take a stranglehold on this game. Once they got up 14 to nothing, and then uh, 24 to 24-14 midway through the fourth quarter, you've got to have the knockout punch, and they didn't have it. And they had, and they, and and in, when it was 24-14, they had a chance to strengthen their hold there. And, and I'm sure we're going to talk about this play call because I, I didn't agree with it, and I still don't agree with it. And then what happened at the end where, you know, a 58-yard, I'm sorry, a 28-yard uh, touchdown catch with nobody near him by uh, uh, K.J. Osborne. It just, Kenny, most weeks, you know, when you come in here on Monday, it's on to the next opponent. It's on to Seattle. Today, it's back to it's back to Minnesota, the Minnesota Vikings, because of how the Detroit Lions lost that game. Some losses, for example, Kenny, the opener, to the uh, the Eagles, it was disappointing, but it wasn't crushing because you, you were you, you know, after being ahead seven nothing and got to twenty one seven, you were never really you didn't have the lead. You're always clawing back, clawing back, clawing back. And it was a really representative performance against what has proven to be a superior team. They're better than the Detroit Lions. The Eagles are. Minnesota Vikings aren't better than the Lions. Not at all. They're not as good as the Lions. And that's what makes this one just chafe all the more because. Just think about this right now. This, look, I understand it's week three, but this is the National Football League. Like I said, this is the this is the, the this is the, the grip that the National Football League has on people. I mean, it's it's such a grip that people think that uh, Russell Wilson played well last night in an 11-10 win. That's that's the overreaction of the National Football League. But the Lions win yesterday, and they're two and one. They're in a four-way tie for first place, and they're going to go beat Seattle on Sunday at home at Ford Field, and they're going to be three and one. And you know, and they're probably going to beat the Patriots in week in week five before we get to their bye. See now you just now you now see this is where I mean yes, you I uh, you already done won them put two victories. This is the problem, Mike. You done put them two victories ahead already. Just go for yeah. right now. You can't be going two weeks up and one week up. No, Talk about point, no. It's, hold on a second. No, no, no. My no. point is no, no. My point is this is what winning does. No, winning does no. What you what you just did was your imagination. Oh, well, if they won yesterday, they'll win next weekend. No, right. nothing because nothing goes no, week no, to no. week. This is what I'm saying. I, nothing goes I, I week to week. I agree with you. I agree with that. They could just as and easily have won yesterday and came and laid a goose egg, which I've seen a thousand times at home against Seattle. They will not lay a goose egg. I said they could have after winning yesterday. Okay, so I anything could happen. We're, 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 so just you got to take yesterday's game on just yesterday. Forget about what could happen. But, but, no, but that's why this loss, this loss, this one stings. No, it, it really stings for a day. It stings for a day. No. It may sting to Wednesday. Then you move on. It's the third game of the season. It's not like this I was the tour. Okay, like I said, I always go back to that game in the Mooch era where they were 3-3-1 three, three and one and they played Chicago. And it was for first place, and it was this big buildup. And, oh, my God, this is what – and Chicago beats them in overtime. Garcia throws an interception, I think. I remember what happened. Oh, my yeah, God, season's yeah. over. After seven games, they built that game with so big, nothing matched it the rest of the year, and the rest of the year was trash. You can't build these things up more than what they are. It's the Can third game back? of Can the year. You're going back 20 years. I, no, I'm saying it's about, it's about 10 years. It's about 10 years. And it's the no, third game. It was about 2004, 2000. Years. Okay, about 15 years. But I'm just saying. That's 18 years. Okay, but Look I'm just saying you can't build these things up more than what they are. It's that's, the third game you. of the year. That's the drama of the National no, Football No, that's League. the bull of the, the people around football. Football itself is the third game. It's one of 17. 
move on to the next one. Well, we, no, I'm going I'm to harp about this one. All right, let's get to the points because <laughs> me and you are never going to agree on this. But I, I put it like this. Okay. Dan Campbell made decisions yesterday. I didn't have to agree with him, and I probably don't. But I'm not going to be like somebody, and I'm not mentioning a name, who this is the worst thing Dan Campbell did, nigga, malfeasance and all this other crap. <laughs> it, it's just stupid. I mean, I, I, the stupidity right now. Hold on a second. <laughs> What station did you? I'm not, I'm not saying any names. I'm just saying it's stupid. Well, tell me. Just it's tell stupid. Me. And let me, let's get into it. I just I the last. Let's go from the last play first. The last play, the field goal. You have three options: field goal, punt, or go for it. It's fourth and four. Uh, minute fourteen left. To me, any of the one you choose were okay because right now no. it look no no right now yeah oh it's the wrong one. If he makes the field goal and uh, Minnesota takes the minute and doesn't get a touchdown, which you play totally different if you're up six than you're up three because you're playing not to tie when it's three. Up six, you're just playing for him not to get to the end zone. Use that minute and, and you know, you push everybody back to that end zone and don't let them get in. So it's totally different how that would have ended up. Now, he makes the field goal. Nobody's complaining today. He punts the ball. Well, we all, wait a minute. We, well, wait a minute. Let me finish. What, let me finish. What happened, John. I'm, I'm about to say that. He punts the ball and they run it back or get a touchdown at the end and lose by one, then you're complaining about that. If they go for it on fourth down and you don't make it, and they go back and score it, then you're mad about that. If they go for it on fourth and make it, then it's the greatest call. So I'm saying everybody can say what a messed up call it is after the fact. To me, it's, it's this number one is to, is to go for it. Because if you don't make it, then they're going to get the ball at the 36-yard line. Or what, yeah, this would be the 36, yeah, something like that. So listen, you're taking at least another eight yards you're taking at least another eight yards off of it. You know, in other words, you're making them go a distance. My second choice probably would have been a field goal. I'm not sure about that. I go back and forth both ways. Either one, punt, uh, punt, or the or the or the field goal. I'd, I'd go with either one as my number two choice. But Kenny, they've built this offensive line. They've built this offense. It's a good. It's a the offense is by far the team's strongest strongest side. Nobody's arguing, Mike. Nobody's and, and, arguing. And just one other thing, I'm just making a point here. And within that, the strongest unit on it is the offensive line. So go with your strength. Okay. When healthy, when healthy, the unit's off the line. No, healthy enough is not there the strength of the team. When healthy they were, at that moment, when they were stuffed on the, the fourth down play previous um, series, and it was it was right in the gaps. It was their power. They didn't get it. I understand him saying, well, let me think about it. But this is two things I want to say about that. I would have went for it, too. I would have did that because you get four yards, the game's over. I would have went for it, too. Right. But strength, there's two other things. Swift is hurt. Yep. Amon St. Brown is hurt. He's hobbling. You, you're, 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 you're not you're, – you're off the line – wasn't playing that great at that time. In the last couple of series, they were not playing that great. The tackles were playing great. Your inside was not playing great. So he said, look, if I, why do you have a kicker if you can't use him at a time like that? What do you even have him on the team for? If, he can't, if you can't depend on him to at least be close to make it, I mean, do something. That was one he of the worst close. kicks I've ever seen. But I'm saying. He wasn't. But that's what his job is. If he does his job, the game turns out different. Well, he didn't. Okay, but I can't blame Dan Campbell doing it. Now, I wouldn't have did it either. I would have went for the 
would have went for the fourth first down. I don't went fourth and goal. I, I would have did it first. Uh, fourth and forty four. I don't went for it. But my second choice was the field goal. And my third choice, my last choice was the punt, because you're not gonna cough in corner and, and they're gonna get on the twenty five. So you're only saving fifteen yards. So I wouldn't have did well, that. Well, they get it on the 20, but I don't think the punter had his greatest game, by the way. Right. Point. He had just kicked the 38-yarder right before that. So, I, I, I would that, well, was that was my last perfect. choice. Hey, kick the 38. Yeah, but, it, you know, yeah, 38 <laughs> when you don't need it. Now you need the 38, he would have did it. So, With a little backup on it. So, I can understand Campbell saying after the game, uh, you know, I, I, I made a mistake. But this is where I'm faulting Jared Goff, and he said it himself in his press conference. You go to the coach and say, we got this. We got that's what you're the leader for. That's why you're getting paid $27 million a year, whatever you're getting paid. You go say, I'm, the game's on my shoulders. We winning it right here. And I'm sure Campbell would have went along with it. Well, and he said that too. He and said I agree it. with him that. Yeah. All I, right. I take charge that. from this point on. Take charge. Would Stafford, I don't know. Stafford might have, I, I don't think Staff, Stafford. Stafford would have made it known that he wanted the ball. I, you know what? I don't think Stafford would have done it. That, that has not been his style. Yet. That's true too. But I, I just think that. I just think that Dan's got a golf's got to be a little more aggressive, and Dan's got to be a little more you. lenient to that because it's your look. Whether you guys like it or not, it's Jared Golf's team, and well, he's I playing like, real well right we can, now. We can we can talk about this more, but but look, okay, but I, I get all of that, Kenny. I really do. I th- I thought that's a marginal call after going for it. I think the other two, it's marginal. It really is. Yeah. Field goal or punt, it's marginal. And this is the one thing, like I said, I've been listening to all these shows all over the day and whatever. The one thing I haven't talked about. You know, after he misses the field goal, they take the ball at the 40-something, right? Whatever it was, right? Minnesota gets the ball. The at like the, after the field goal was missed. They, they got it at, at the 40-something. 40 40 I think it was. Right. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Mike. You are allowed to play defense after that, right? No, you're okay, not. Okay, well, I'm not hearing nothing about that. <laughs> you are allowed to play defense after that and keep them out of the end zone. That is that is that Campbell's fault too? Kenny, I mean, that, no, I, that, you are you are allowed look. to stop the other team. You know that is part of the game. That was a three play possession. Right. He walked. He went down. Twenty eight yards. Twenty eight yards. And yeah, the, the touchdown wasn't even the worst play. The touchdown wasn't the worst. It was the it was the pass to the um to the left hand side. That now does the guy catch it? Then you let him get ten more yards after he. Just, I don't know how he gets away from the guy. I mean, what what's going on? You are allowed to stop them. I thought the touchdown was worse. No, really look good. at that. Go back and look at the first I, play. That first pass. Kenny, look, here's a, here's a news flash. I watched the games. Okay. Uh, yeah, but that, I'm telling okay. you, that, but, I watched the game. Well, you don't you know watch it with the great eye that I am. The, 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 the great <laughs> eye that I am watching. Okay, so we let that go. They are allowed to stop them. You know, so they didn't. Okay, fine. You lost the game. To me, there was a play in the game. Now, I do have a problem with Campbell. It was a fourth and one, really fourth and less than a yard, and he throws the no, pass he, out to um, number eight. Out to um, No, no. Josh Reynolds. No, third and one. Third and one. What if, the didn't they go for it on fourth? Well, or was that a third down play? This is third and one at the 27-yard line with just under 11 minutes to go, 10.59 or something right. like that, and they throw the pass. You know, I was listening to the, listening to the game. I, have, I, I, listened to the, I listened to Dan Miller's play-by-play and all the other stuff, and T.J. Hawkinson, T.J. Lang does the sideline stuff, and he said, could tell that the offensive linemen weren't exactly happy with that call. Yeah. There were some throwing helmets and all that. I agree with yeah. that. I'll go back to what I said before. The offense is the strength of that team, and within that within that offense, 
the offensive line is the strongest unit. Yeah. That's, Go with your best. That's one of those where you outsmart your yourself. And Ben Johnson, we know you're bright, but sometimes don't outsmart yourself. I, I, Kenny, first thing I thought of, look, make your bones somewhere else. Right, today, right. today is today, not today. Right, today is, today is simple bread and butter football. Third and less than a yard. Right. As my friend Lomas sure. Brown, my cousin Lomas Brown said, put the blade down. <laughs> and that's what you do. <laughs> I never should have told you that. <laughs> no, Robus told me that. Robus told me that. Put the blade down. I told Tom, put the blade <laughs> yeah. down, Tom. Put, put the, the blade, blade down. You go for that and run it. And you know what? He was right. He's right. He was right. He's that, right. That, He's right. That's the one I had a problem because you get that first down, you take a couple more minutes off. It was 10, 50 left in the game there. It takes a couple more minutes off the clock. Then you're not in those late game situations. Number three after that, once Tracy Walker went out, you got to know your defensive backfield is going to be in a little shambles because a warrior is a penalty machine today. So you got to uh, know. They only had five. Well, I could have sworn it was seven. I, they, they Probably ten more they didn't call. And a, so, and a sixth one was declined. Right, so you know he's having a little problem today. So two of your four wow. members of your defensive backfield are having problems. You got to think about that and say, okay, I got to do everything to keep them off the field as much as possible. No, I, I, I agree with that. The one thing I questioned uh, with uh, with uh, Amani or a warrior was this, take him out for a play, settle him down, and put him back in. Right. Now, I know look, I know you could take it out between series and all that, but just, just say, Ted, calm down. You're our best cornerback. Right. Right. Second best cornerback. Well, you were now. the best last year. So no, he's I, not. No, I said, well, that's why I was telling you. You were the best last year. Yeah. It used to be the best. You used to be the best. <laughs> now you're going to be the, now be the second best. Right. So we tried to, try to keep you with number two. Not B. We tried to keep you, you know as the what? second you best. Know what you do, you take him to the sideline <laughs> and you berate him in front of everybody. Right. <laughs> and then you, just, you, make him get, you make him feel like getting back that's on the right. field is a record. Right. That's right. Now, <laughs> wait a minute. By the way, they're taking the bus home. As, as bad as he was yesterday. Yeah. Mike Hughes might have even been worse in a limited sample size. The hold on the goal line where the ball was no way in the world going to make it anyway, and that put them first and goal on a pass interference that they got the touchdown. That was four points right there that you gave them. They were going to kick the field goal. You were off the field. And Mike Mike Hughes just looks like he – his philosophy of uh, D-backing is I can trail him. I've never seen him like jumping routes. He's always trailing somebody. He's like he's like the your little kid, your little brother going outside behind you. He's always behind you. He's never yeah, up one, with you. He's always behind you. I know. Look, I know things happen in in, in, in football. It's a tough look. It's a tough, tough game. But I've never quite understood defensive backs covering guys from behind in the end zone. Right. I don't get that. Right. I really don't. I don't understand. Now maybe sometimes you just get you know the guy makes a move and you get. You get caught flat-footed and all that. I get it. But, geez, get in front of them. Right. Get in front get of them. Get in front of them. Okay, now things that I am concerned about as we move forward. Oh, um, go ahead. DeAndre Swift's health. Yeah, God. And now he's got a little shoulder. He's going to be gone a couple of times, which is fine, because I was going to say put him down for a couple of weeks, get that, that ankle healed anyway. So maybe it's the Play best thing. Sunday. Maybe, maybe yeah, it's the best thing. As Bill Rogers called it, get out and have the needle. <laughs> <laughs> but either, get out there. either he is the most injury-prone guy they've had in a while or he's got to get tougher about playing through injury and pain. Well, I don't know if you can. I mean, there's one thing about, it's one thing about injuries. There's nothing about hurting. And if you're injured, you're injured. Well, that's you know, right. But it, are these things injury to him and hurt to somebody else? A sprained shoulder – 
that could mean anything. I'm not saying he's not hurting, it's not serious, but I'm just saying that could also mean anything. Like I said, I saw Emmitt Smith strapping up with a separated shoulder. So there sometimes yeah. you got to play. And the ankle, he tried to play on it. I give him credit for that, but yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he looked. Him, o- I'm yeah. saying he looked okay, but I'm just wondering: is it a point of his tolerance to this? He's got to do something because right now you can't depend on him. Yeah. No. Nope. There's another play that, that that really didn't get questioned much, by the way, and that was by his running mate, Jamal Williams, after the touchdown. And look, a terrific run. You know, got outside, was able to slam his way into the end zone, and then got a 15 yard. Penalty for excessive grinding. That was a bull call, too. That that, that wasn't anything. I've seen worse on. That that was bull. Kenny, they called the penalty. I said it was bull. It was a bull call. I don't blame him for that. He's done nothing he hadn't done before. That was a bull call. Luckily, our weak field goal kicker was able to kick. Matter of fact, maybe we should have told him at the end of the game that was an extra point after Jamal, you know, did his gyrations. Maybe he would have made it because that was a better kick from about the same distance. Yeah, but they they were able to get. They were able to get out to the forty-yard line on that return. And come on, that that really hurt him. That, that was a that was a costly penalty. I thought they assessed that that uh, fifteen on the uh, extra point on the kickoff. Oh, it was no, on, the, on kickoff. the kickoff. Okay, I was wondering yeah. why the uh, kicker made it so good. Okay, I thought it because I was <laughs> I, I didn't have my sound up. I thought they I no, thought they used the to be assessed that on the extra point. Didn't uh, they used to assess penalties on, like that on the extra point? you know what? I, I'm not sure exactly how that works. But this, they they put the penalty on the. Okay, uh, well that was a bogus call. That was bogus. No, I don't think it was bogus. Like, come on, Michael, it's celebrating really? By it was, I, it's not celebrating. It's the way he celebrated oh. in the guy's face. Come it on. was no, no. It wasn't because he celebrated in the guy's face. Because it was nothing but lions over there. It was he celebrated with too many sexual gyrations. That was why they called the penalty. There was Should've no, there was it. no Minnesota Vikings over there. It was only lions. Should have done it. He should Look, you can't stop. You didn't stop Elvis in '56, did you? <laughs> Are you crazy? Fifty-six. <laughs> uh, uh, you should have waited until fifty-seven when Jim Brown was drafted right. by Syracuse. Um, defensively, I got a problem. I got oh, a problem. Though. As good as Charles Harris is as a pass rusher, he's a sieve defensively. They ran over him over and over and over, pushed him out the way, through the way, under the way, and that's been the problem for the three weeks I've been watching the Lions play this year. Very, very weak on the run defense on that side. Well, they run to that side, you know, and he's not the only one over there. No, but I'm just saying I, I just I just don't think um, – I don't think that he he's, – he's a smaller guy. He's really just a pass rusher to me. No, he's like 5'3", 253, something like that. Not 5'3". I mean, sixty-two, fifty-three. We got Mickey Rudy out there trying to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but he's uh he's on the lighter side. I want to see more Austin Bryant. I've been saying this for two weeks now. Um, so you're the one. <laughs> hey, he was making plays in the preseason in the end of last year. That's all I know. You know what? So you know what? I can't wait to see him next August. Well, I tell you what, he had about as much uh, contribution yesterday as Aiden, Hutch- Aiden Hutchinson did. Yeah, that was that was a strange one. He did nothing. No, well, he made he made one play on that one play that um they would have had a touchdown where they overthrew him. He did get in and rush um Cousins on that one play. He overthrew the guy going down the yeah, sideline. I remember that, that was the only yeah. play that I saw. I heard his name all day. Didn't see, didn't see anything. Yeah, I think 
TJ, I think TJ Lang once mentioned to me, it was like he was kind of running around. In there. Yeah, it just he's like he's like <laughs> one of those battling right. like a top man. He's just running around, yeah. but he's not doing anything. Um, another Brockers no show. That that's going to have to be addressed soon. That tackle spot is, and and everybody talk about the dancing bear McNeil and all this. He made one good hit yesterday, but I expect more out of him. Yeah, I did too. I expected something out of him. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. So don't don't that no, inside interior has got to be addressed. I would agree with that. Maybe when uh, uh, Levi Onzerike gets back, maybe he'll, you know, be, be in good health and yeah. he can contribute something. But yeah. listen, you got to you got to get on the field before you can. That's do what anything. I said. Yeah. Now we'll see. Yeah. Offensively, Brown gets hurt. Um, another thing is I'm still not getting enough out of T.J. Hawkinson. And I'm gonna tell you one more thing too. If I see a third and six, and he runs a five-yard route again, I'm, I'm snatching out through the TV, Mike. I'm putting my hand in there and pulling him off the field. Why do? Why does he run routes one yard short of first down often? Well, the idea is to catch the ball, turn off field, and get the first down like he did on no, the touchdown. No, no, remember no, 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 no. Do you remember no. the touchdown? Yeah, but that, yes no, 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 no. The yes ideal on those no. plays where I'm talking is you. the guy's golf is throwing to you you are at the first down. There ain't no turning up. You get the ball and you're at the first down. All you got to do is run the, yard, the route one yard deeper. I mean, does he see the, the stick? Of course he does. Uh, no, he doesn't. And plus, he's not the kind of guy who runs over guys. and throw. When he gets touched, he goes down. He's not one of those run over tight ends. You know what? I was thinking about this yesterday. I'm thinking about it again today. Every, every season, there's a, a there's a player on a team that the bandwagons decides you know starts out with a couple of guys we're gonna get on this guy and then there's five then there's ten and then there's the the uh, angle chorus or whatever they call it angle chorus and you're on it and this year it's T.J. Hawkinson okay he's gonna okay. examine T.J. Hawkinson just like you were talking about before with all the people examining the loss now we go to the player I've been saying Hawkinson. this for weeks though Mike. Oh, we, my, well, well, my number God, seven we pick in the draft, fifth-year yeah. picked-up option guy, and he's yeah. giving you three for 18. Come on, Mike. Come on. touchdown. Well, he had a touchdown, but that was more play design. He was wide open. Hell, you would have caught that and ran he, it in. He, well, at least got to the two. You would at least got to the two before, I, before also, you got he's stuck. Also been, he's also been doing a good job blocking. Oh, okay, so do we give we give him brownies out now for doing a good job blocking? He's Mike. Come on. He should be one of the better players on that offense. Didn't you just say a few minutes ago that this is only the third week? Relax. I'm relaxing, Did but you, I'm, I'm telling you, I want, you to, I want him to pick it up. This is my point. But the running pattern stuff, that's got to stop. Because he ran one, it was a third and six or whatever, and he throw it, he, he goes five yards and catches it. One yard short. What What is that? What is that? Golf is waiting for you to make your break, and he's going to throw it. You break at the damn stick. Come on, TJ. You're the fifth year in the league. No, it's not. It's his fourth year. I thought they picked up his option. I thought this was his fifth year. His fifth year option. You yeah. know what the option is? It's next year. Next year. Okay, it was his fourth year. Was, put it like this. Too many years for him to be acting like that. <laughs> oh, you kill me. Nah. I'm done talking. Those are my beefs for yesterday. But my point again, and I'm going to say this yeah. as we continue this, people on this program, Michael here doesn't have to co-sign me if he doesn't want to. This is not the year they're going to win the Super Bowl. 
Okay, let me put that out there for you again. So you getting upset on a third game of a season in September because of a loss that they should have won true enough. Enjoy the season. This is the season that you are getting the locomotive running. All right? Let them do what they're going to do. We hope they end. Like I said, I predicted them for – I think they can win nine or eight games. But let them do it. And if that gets you to the playoffs, fine. But – they have holes. They have holes on defense. They have holes on offense. They have health problems right now. And you have a coach that's finding out what he is, what he is. But all this, um, you know, these the skirt pulling and pearl clutching and all that, I, I ain't having it. I ain't having it. You know, relax. You know? I, people, you know what? People just love to be unhappy. That's my whole thing. They just they love, love to be to unhappy. Know. You know what they love? They love to be part of. They love to. They love to think that they're part of the show, part of the game. Right, but they just love to be and unhappy. That's what they're doing. If somebody was giving out twenty dollar bills, you know what they would say when they got them? Why aren't you giving out fifties? You know, it's just you just it's just you just love to be unhappy. And if that's where you want to live, you do it. But I don't have to listen to it. Just come I'm to the K. Just come to the Kid and Mike podcast because we just lay it out the way it is and move on. I'm glad you said that. I just checked to see if. See if I have my 650s with me. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <Give them up. laughs> All right. Else? So we're one and two. <laughs> yep. One and two. Injury bug has played us because the day we find out, Swift has a little shoulder. He'll be out a little while, evidently. Um, Walker tweeted out about an hour or two ago yeah, by this recording Achilles. that he's Achilles yeah. and he's done for the year. He'll be back. Yep. And I'm not here to, to throw dirt on the dead. But. I, I expected more out of him so far that I didn't get this year. Tracy Walker. He's been good. He's been good. But yeah, I he thought was he was going to take that next leap, and that's why I'm upset he that he got hurt he because I yes, think he, he might have been able to do it. He didn't get the mega contract. He got he got paid for the level player he is. He's a good player. Good player. A team captain. Good yeah, player. That's what, you know, the way he got paid. Kenny. Yeah, but I, I thought that he could have – I thought playing this year, he could develop even more, in, like Akuda. You see, if you give them the playing year. time, they develop more. And I think he's going to miss that playing time, and that's well, going to hurt him. Well, of course it's going to hurt him, but this is his fifth year. He is what he is. Yeah, well, you think he is what he is, or is there's more to him? I think possibly just a little bit more, but he's not going to make it dramatic. Okay. I think he's a good starting quarterback. Starting uh, safety. safety, I'm sorry. A good starting safety in the National Football League. That's what I think he is. Okay. I think he can become more of a ball hawk. And that's to me that's what they're missing thing, back one, there. One thing in his one thing in his career is he hasn't shown good hand-eye ball skills. Right, he just hasn't. And, but that's what that's, they need back there. Well, they, and you know who I think might be the one that uh, is going to be that guy. Who's that? Is Joseph the rookie from Illinois? He hasn't played one minute yet. No, no, I'm just talking about when he does get in. Oh, he played some plays yesterday. He finally got in yesterday because he had to play. Um, I'm looking at the snap count right here. He played uh, how many snaps of uh, – um, I think he played three snaps yesterday. But he got in. He got in. So, anyway, my point being, he always has been a ball guy, Corey Joseph. Oh, I'm looking at this. He played 14 special team snaps yesterday. So, he didn't play any defensive snaps. Didn't I, th- play I thought he played defense. defense. Yeah, I know. No. Okay. But he's going to have to play now. Well, we'll see. No, I mean, he's gonna get. He's gonna be rotating. Not, Look, the Juju Hughes. Is, gonna be him. I don't, he might not be him starting, but the Juju Hughes, these guys, 
you got to put some guys in there. Somebody's got to – they're missing a Glover Quinn type. Somebody back there that can snatch that ball at any play. They don't well, have yeah, it. Well, Ken, like, hold it. We were talking about reality before. The reality is it's the third week of the season. You're not going to go out and get – you're not going to start padding your roster. You are what you are. No, I'm talking about playing guys who you got. I'm just talking about playing guys okay. who you got. And I think Joseph is the one guy who's been shown he goes after – but even the preseason, he – he was a guy that went after the ball. And I, yep. like he might get burned a lot because he's – put it like this. On that last play that uh, Hughes and the safety, Hughes, one of those two didn't weren't together on it. You can't get any worse than that. The guy was wide open. So putting a rookie out there to let him learn, it's not going to hurt you as much as some of these veterans are doing for you. So, you know, I want to see these guys play. And, and like I said, every time there's an injury – it's always an opportunity for somebody else. Next, you just yeah, got to well, get into you know it. What, the offensive line is, is an example of that. That's that's really a special unit. They've got nine guys who can play in the NFL. Now, what did you nine. think about yesterday putting uh, – they moved the center over to the guard spot and took out Stenberg. Do you think that was well, a better think, unit yesterday or, or not as good a unit as it was the week before? Well, it's obviously it was a better unit. You didn't see guys coming free to the quarterback. No, he didn't get a sack. He, he didn't get a sack. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it was. Look, they ran for 139 yards, and they gave gave the quarterback a chance to uh, a chance to breathe. No, it was. Yeah, I thought it was a good move. I, w- I would have been surprised if they hadn't done it. Really, I, I thought Steinberg was such a good run blocker that they were just going to deal with the no, pass protection. No. But um, oh, you just you know, just leave the quarterback. Uh, well, yeah, that's true. Look, I don't have a problem with whatever they do. I like the, the offensive line. I like the coach, and whatever he says, I agree with let it go. And I think he's a good coach. Thank you very much. Hey, now, Haley. Are we going to talk about Jared Goff before we sign off? Or am I going to have to carry this till next week? Let's talk about Goff last. Is there anything else on <laughs> defense? We're not done. <laughs> no, we're not done. <laughs> I'm getting hoarse. <laughs> we're not done yet. We're not I am done standing yet. outside in the rain. We're not done yet. Um, Even though it's, it's not raining, but I just want to add a little drama to this. I'm going to tell you, the play where Brown got hurt, there was a play in there afterward that hurt the Lions badly. It was toward the end of the game, and Khalif Raymond and Craig Reynolds bumping each other Collided. on a play that would have went about 30 yards, and the game would have been over. But that's a play where St. Brown was would have been in the game if he wasn't hurt. So injuries do affect you even if you're not in the game because you have to put the backup right. in. And right. I know who ran the wrong route. I mean, I don't have the film yet, but we could we can guess who ran the wrong route. It ain't St. Brown. And it ain't St. Brown, and it ain't Craig Reynolds. So you no. go from there. So or Josh Reynolds, yeah. Josh Reynolds. Well, I say Craig Reynolds. Craig Reynolds running. And you know what? There's an opportunity for Craig Reynolds to step up in the next couple of weeks and John, and Jackson yeah. to step up if Swift's going to be out. And I say put him out until he's healthy because I, five carries, seven carries, if he can't give you 15 carries and five catches or whatever, then it's yeah. no sense in him being out there. Yeah, no, I'm with you. So, one and two. Well, I'd rather have him. You know, I disagree with you. I'd rather have him play a few plays than no plays. Just manage it, that's all. all right. Well, like I said, the Lions are one and two, but the Bears are two and one with a quarterback that throws for a hundred and some yards in the game. It hasn't shown a lot really. They're two and one. I'd rather be where the Lions are right now. I'm sorry. I'd rather be as a team where the Lions are, even though the records are not the same right now. That's why I'm not panicking about this. The Lions are a good team. This is a good team. They're a good young team, but they 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 have to play almost perfect to beat a good team, especially on the road. 
because they they're not deep in some spots and they just they're young. You just they, you're gonna fight. We're gonna fight through this all year. There's gonna be another game well, where you think they won and they're gonna lose, and there's gonna be a game where you think this is over and they've lost and they're gonna win. This is what this year is gonna be about. They're not the machine yet that you want where they're gonna just roll out you know every week and give you the same performance. That's that's not yeah. them right now. No, I would agree with that, but they lack. They don't have the knockout guy on defense. That's, right, they're missing a defensive, and it could be Aiden Hutchinson in years no. to come. No, I'm not talking about today. He could be that guy, or it could be. I don't think Rodriguez will be a type of knockout guy being a middle linebacker, but you know, there's got to be a guy that the other offense fears, and until that guy consistently is out there on defense, you know then they're going to struggle. And Akuda is playing good, but even the way he – a cornerback is not going to be feared unless, unless he's taking the ball. And I don't think he's that type of corner. He's more of a Revis type than he is a well, Deion Sanders we haven't type. haven't seen enough of him yet to know anything. Well, in college. I'm just going by his college. He, he wasn't a big interception guy in college. He hadn't been a big interception guy in the pros. He's more of a – just a – like Reeves. Revis was never a big interception guy, but he could lock you down. He's more in that mode than he is in the Deion Sanders. I'm taking the ball right. away if you throw it over here mode. Right. So, we'll see. Anyway, we're going to do our Friday uh, Seattle review. That's why we're not talking about it today. So, before we go, let's talk about Jared Goff. Mike, you go. Well, I just – I don't know if you agree with me or not. I think you probably do. But I think – I wouldn't say they found their quarterback because he's been here. But I think he's the quarterback of the present and the quarterback of the future. And Look. He's 27 years old. He's got 10 good years, maybe 12 good years ahead of him, and he fits that team. He really does because look, it's a young team. Do you really want to, if you have the, you know, if you have your choice, do you want somebody 26, 27 years old with that team, or do you want somebody who's 35 years old in his last couple of years and he's just getting you through these next couple of years? You know, some aging has been. No, this is a guy who still has a chance to improve and then depending on the system depending on what he runs i think uh i think he's i think he's got a good future here in detroit i think he's a good player right now i think he'll be a better player as he goes along i can agree to a point with that i say he's about five games away from being your quarterback for the next three years at least well how long is this contract five games away what do you mean i think i want to see eight games five years away no i want to see eight games out of him first before i just say for sure, this is the guy. Cause, you, you know, like him last year? Yeah, and I wasn't impressed until the last four games of the year. Okay, well, that's why, that's, so he's that's why I want to see him do seven. eight games this year. I want to do him do the first eight games before I anoint him. But I'm agreeing with you that you're not going to get anything better, and if you're going to try to get a rookie or a young one, that's going to put you back two years because you have to develop. You see right. all the rookie quarterbacks. Look at Trey Lance. He's basically back to square one now when he comes back next year. The guy, Wilson in New York, he's hurt. He's the square one guy. You know, the only one that's starting to play is Daniel the Jacksonville Jones. quarterback. Yeah. Well, Daniel Jones is iffy. I mean, he's been up and down, and he's hurt. Um, Jacksonville quarterback now, uh, Trevor Lawrence, is the only one now that's really – and he was the number one pick. And it took right. him a year and some change. So, you know, you're not going to draft a guy and have him come in right away and play for you nine out of ten times. So, right. he's your quarterback. And I, you know what? He's the second best quarterback this franchise has had since Greg Landry. After Stafford, he's the best. Yep, I agree with you. You know, so just deal with it. I agree with you. Deal with it. Deal with it. And um, I want to see him take a little more leadership. Like I said, I want to see him go to Campbell on that fourth down and say, give me the ball. 
I got this. You know, and I want Campbell to say, you're the, you're the, you're the captain. Right. And do that. And when that, and he's starting to do it. You can tell. I've noticed in his press conference, and even when we talked to him during the camp or whatever, that he's more assertive this year. And him and Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator, they are in sync. And I can tell he has ownership of that offense. Yeah, I agree with you. So that's going to be you. it. So we got Seattle coming in, and the great uh, Geno Smith train will be rolling in the forward field this Sunday. And, Mike, I looked at the schedule. I told you the schedule wrong. I don't know if I told the people on the podcast. They play New England um, next week. They don't play. Uh, yeah, the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, I thought they played the Cowboys. The Cowboys is after the bye. So no, I mentioned I mentioned the Patriots. And yeah. I think you did too, honestly. And it looks like uh, Mac Jones is going to be out. He hurt his ankle, his high ankle sprain. Yeah. He's going to be out a few weeks. So you know what? He's average. Yeah, average but even yeah, but I tell you who but ain't he's average. A, but he's their quarterback. I, I tell you who's not average is the guy behind him, the old Michigan State quarterback. You know. So I forgot his name at the minute as we speak, but he'll be the well, quarterback. You know he, matter of fact, I always wanted the Lions to get him as a backup. Uh, now it did not get him. The name escapes me for a minute. You know what? I'm not even going to bother thinking about it. You, everybody knows what I'm talking about. So, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we're going to we'll wrap that up there then, Mike. And we'll, like I said, we'll do our preview Friday, another extra okay. podcast. Um, any final thoughts on the uh, collapse in minutes? Oh, and one other thing, too. Uh, Reynolds, Josh Reynolds, keep running on those balls up in the silver. I mean, in the Metro or the new that's stadium. The one, yeah, that's the one that was a crusher. That was a touchdown to get out, and that was uh, just a misplay. And uh, you lost it in the uh, yeah. That, the that light they opened the light roof up, and the sun was shining. Okay, we can see yeah. that. But I, like I said, uh, J Mo Williams will be back in a few weeks, and you're gonna see balls like that a lot in the second half of the year because there's gonna be a lot of opening. They got too many offensive weapons when healthy that you're not going to see wide-open guys a lot. So, get ready for it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Mike, that's it for today. Uh, Join us here again Friday on the podcast. Uh, T. Frank Ragnall this afternoon at 5.30 on the Mitch Album Show. Check out Michael here on DetroitLions.com for his writings, and we'll see you Friday.